go to Matthew. We're going to go to two different scriptures, Matthew 28. I honor the Lord today. He is faithful. I um, am kind of a nervous wreck. I did not feel the Holy Ghost at all this morning. I woke up like, where did Jesus go? Um, I was trying to find him in my glove compartment in the car. I was trying to find him under the seat. And I was like, maybe I'll find him in my office. And he just was not there. I didn't feel anything. And um, it has been a struggle to study. It has been a struggle to find something. And when scriptures were placed in front of me, things didn't make sense. Um, But the Lord said, you're going to step outside of your comfort zone a little bit. And so this might sound a little disjointed. Um, We're going to go to a couple different scriptures. Um, But I believe that the Lord has already confirmed his word. In Matthew 28, verse 20, and then we're going to go to Mark 16. Verse 20 says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Let's go to Mark chapter number 16. Verse number 19, Mark 16 and 19, says, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, 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 the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. And if I had a title for this, I would say, that it was the Lord working with them. Bishop, would you pray over the word? In the name of Jesus, Lord, your presence is manifest in our midst. Your hand is upon your male servant. I'm asking God that the word go forth in liberty. Not only that it go forth in liberty, but let it be a confirmation to, you, to, to each and every one of us, God, that when we go forth, that you are working with us. Let this word fall on good ground. Let it be mixed with faith in our heart. And God, I'm asking God, any distractions that you will come against it, let the word go forth in liberty and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, Pastor Ruth preached the house down this morning. I didn't think there was going to be a house when I got up here. Um, to preach down, but she preached and she talked about the work that's coming and the things that God is calling us to do and the walls being built and the things that God is doing through this body. And I didn't come here with any new revelation or anything new that's going to blow your mind. I just came with an assurance 
that God is working with us, and we are not building this thing by ourselves. While we are building, God is partnering with us, doing the work with us. We don't have to do it on our own. We are not by ourselves, and the enemy needs to know that if he is coming against us, he is coming against our God. He is coming against the angels and the host of angels that are with us. He is with us, and if God be for us, then who can be against us? There is nobody that can stand against the power of the Lord. He is on our side. The apostles were sent out by God. And Jesus, in these two scriptures, this was the last thing he said before he left physically and went up to heaven. And he told them, I will be with you always. I'm not going to leave your side. You're not going to have to face the enemy by yourself. You're not going to have to face the challenges by yourself. And I know these challenges that are coming may look daunting on the on the horizon I look at San Antonio and I look at the regions and I say there's so many people that we have to reach but God is already dealing with them God is already preparing the soil God is already working when we cannot see it the song said he's working when we can't feel him he's working when we don't know where he is he's working when we can't find him in our prayers sometimes we can't feel him when we pray but he's working he's doing something he's working something out on our behalf sister testified this morning and said she prayed and asked the Lord if it's your will then have somebody call me I believe God was already working with the people that were going to call her but I believe that God is working with your bosses he's working with those who are over you and your supervisors he's working on promotions he's working on increase he's working on bonuses he's working while you're praying he's working Jesus. And if we're working with God, it is essential that we hear and that we know his voice. Acts chapter number 16. God is doing a work amongst his people. And it's God's work. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to come up with anything. We just have to trust his word. We just have to hear his voice. Acts chapter number 16, verse number 6 says, Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia, Pergia, something like that, and the region of Galatia, And were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. They were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to go to Asia. That's odd to me because they were commanded to go out and preach the gospel to all preachers. 
conventional wisdom tradition will say, just go do it. Just go. Doesn't matter. Just go out, do something. We just got to do something. We got to get busy. We got to go. We got to go places. We got to talk to folk. We got to go and reach them. We got to go find them. We've got to go draw them. We've got to have programs. And God said, the Holy Ghost said, you are forbidden to preach the word in Asia. And I am thankful for what the man of God said this morning when I heard him say that there were places that he could not go. That God said, don't go when everyone else was going or what everyone else might look and say, Bishop, why aren't you going and why aren't you doing this? God told him, you need to pray. You need to get on your knees and go before me. We have a man of God who is not just going to follow the crowd. We have a man of God that is not just going to do what everyone else is doing, even if it looks right, even if it looks like it's the right thing to do, even if it's good in man's eyes and under man's wisdom. It is not God's word. We have a man of God that is going to hear the voice of God and that is going to do what thus saith the Lord. No matter whether or not it is popular, we ought to thank God that we have a man of God that hears God's voice. And not only that, we ought to follow his example. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It doesn't matter what they think. But if we hear the voice of God and God says, stay still, stay still. If you hear the voice of God and God says, move, then move. We have got to be ready in this hour. And if we're doing things just to keep busy, we'll miss the opportunity that God has prepared. But this church is not going to miss the harvest because we're busy doing all kinds of stuff. We we are going to see the harvest come to pass. He said, don't go there. In verse 7, it says, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to, essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Spirit again said no. Sometimes Following God is responding to no. Sometimes we have to learn how to respond to no and be okay with that. Because if, that's, it's, if it's a no, there's an opportunity somewhere. If there's a door that's closed, there's a door that's open. There's somewhere that God wants us to be. And it says, and they passing by Mysia came down to Troas and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Now, if Paul was busy doing all kinds of things, that man who needed help would not have received the help that he was needing. And I'm here to tell you that there are people in San Antonio that are crying out for help. And God knows where every single one of them are. God can hear the cries of San Antonio. God can hear the cries of Tampa. God can hear the cries of New Mexico. God hears hears the cries of Russellville, Arkansas. God hears the cries of, of, of Nigeria. 
He's hearing the cries. And this is the story. I'm not going to go into it for time's sake. But this is the story that is very familiar to us. They go to this place and they meet a woman named Lydia. And at that woman's house, people are converted. And then there was this witch doctor that was following after them. And they got frustrated with her and cast that demon out. Then the people in the town got frustrated because that, that uh, medium, that was their source of income. Well, see, when you follow after God's will, there will be opposition. And Paul and Silas following after God's will ended up in a prison cell. Sometimes following God's will brings you into a wilderness. Bible says in Luke chapter number 4 that Jesus was led into the wilderness, not by the devil, but by the Spirit. The Spirit led him into the wilderness. There are times when the Spirit leads us into the wilderness. There are times when the Spirit of God is going to lead us into the jail cell. There are times when the Spirit of God is going to lead us into uncomfortable places. But even in the leading of the Lord, when it brings us to uncomfortable places, we've got to have a made-up mind. That no matter what comes our way, no matter what the opposition is, I am standing on the word and I am standing on the promises of God. You know the story. They were in chains and they began to pray. The Bible says they prayed so loud everyone could hear them. They began to sing praises to God because I'm here to tell you that you can bind up my circumstance. You can bind up my physical body but the thing that you cannot touch is my soul and I heard the psalmist say bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me I don't care if my hands are bound I don't care if my feet are bound but I heard the word of God say fear not him who can destroy the body but him who can destroy both body and soul in hell I'm not afraid of my body being Bound. I'm not afraid of my circumstance. I'm not afraid of my physical circumstance, but my soul will cry out. Hallelujah. My soul will give him glory. My soul will bless his name. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. So whatever we go through, saints, keep in our minds and in your heart that you're not going to stop, that you're not going to turn around because when they began to praise God, the chains began to loosen. There was a great earthquake and they didn't know that they were being used to break chains in that prison. They didn't know why God had put them in that prison, but God had a purpose for the prison and I came to tell you that God has a purpose for your circumstance. God has a purpose for your situation. And God is with you in the fire.
the last few moments You may be seated. I'm about to turn it over, but I have felt I've been praying for, and Bishop, if I say anything out of line, please. Uh, I have been praying for Pastor Barlow. And if I'm not mistaken, the Lord brought to my mind, and he keeps bringing Psalms 147 to me. And every time I read Psalms 147, I think of Pastor Barlow. And I have been praying and in my prayer time, and then I'm going to give it over to Pastor, uh, Brother Mike Johnston, Minister Mike Johnston. It is not a mistake that God sent Pastor Barlow to New Mexico. If I'm not mistaken, God has used his hands in healing. And his hands are vital in New Mexico because God's going to use his hands in healing. In verse number 2 of 147, it says, The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathered together the outcasts of Israel. And he healeth the broken in heart, and he bindeth up their wounds. And every time I read this verse, I think of him, and his face comes into my mind. The things that Pastor Ruth preached, God is building up Jerusalem. He's gathering together outcasts of Israel. That's happening in New Mexico. And God is going to use Pastor Barlow to heal, I believe, backsliders, who have left churches in truth in Farmington, New Mexico. I know there's people in Farmington coming that don't, have, don't even know truth, but I'm telling you there are backsliders in Farmington. There are people who have left churches in truth, and I'm here to tell you that you are going to be used, sir, to heal and bind up the wounds of the sheep in Farmington, New Mexico. God has been dealing with me in prayer to say it for a while, And God, I believe, is going to do it. If you believe it, why don't you give the Lord some praise? God bless you in Jesus' name.